This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Hey, so welcome to my blog, and I'd like to tell you all about my top 10 tricks for making your query letter better. So to start off with, query letters are hard. They're a job application to sell a project that you've poured your heart and soul and more than just all of your free time into for months, years, or even decades. But I mean, if you could have told your story in 250 words or less, you wouldn't have needed to write the whole novel. The problem is there are thousands of writers who mostly wrongly or naively think that their novel deserves to be published more than yours does. You're reaching out to jaded agents who have seen almost everything and you need to convince them that your novel is different or at least well-written enough that your readers won't mind. Unfortunately, I can't tell you how to get it right. I don't know the secret formula either, and I suspect it's different for every agent and dependent on how recently that agent had lunch. But all is not lost. I can tell you what mistakes you should do your best to avoid. These 10 tips will put you miles ahead of far more aspiring authors than they have any right to do. Tip one, strictly business. Your query letter is a business letter, so do not get overly familiar with the agent. The subject should follow the guidelines as listed on the agent's website. In lieu of any specific directions, the email should stick to the point. Query, colon, genre, title. Once you get into the body of the letter, start off formally. If you go with, hey, what's up? They're not gonna think you know what you're doing and they're not gonna take you seriously. You should, my favorite way to start is dear, first name, last name. You won't accidentally misgender anyone and it's professional without excessive titles like Mrs. or Dr. or PhD. Wait, that's the same as doctor, but you know what I mean. Similarly, agents, many agents have expressed a dislike for the almost standard closing line before your sign off. Thank you for your time and consideration. I look forward to hearing from you soon. See, some of them see that look forward to hearing from you as presumptuous. And the soon is kind of like nagging to agents who chronically have massive email bot backlogs. Now, many see it as just generic courtesy, but to avoid taking off those that really don't like it, it's easier just to leave it out. And the query shark recommends that too. Just thank you for your time and consideration, period. It's a query letter, you know, and they know that you know what you want from this. You want an offer. If desirable and ap if applicable, you can add a final sentence. As per your guidelines, the first chapter, 10 pages, synopsis, have been included below. Second tip, show your research. Your query should show that you've done your research. 
if you can, mention why you picked that particular agent. It proves you did your research and that you're not simply mass querying every agent in your genre, or worse, every agent even outside your genre. Don't overdo it, but mention a preference of theirs or a book they've recommended or somebody that they represent. And this should go in either the opening paragraph or the closing paragraph, depending on where you've placed your title, genre, word count section. You can mention an item on their hashtag MSWL manuscript wishlist, a conference you met or saw them at, a book they've represented, or a TV show that they've tweeted about. But there's a caveat. Step three, don't stalk agents. Don't message them about a journal that they had when they were 12 or those anniversary pictures that you saw on Instagram. Anything that is public on social media under the name that they agent under is relatively fair game, but don't go overboard. And anything else is just plain creepy. Do not get rejected because you've made the agent feel uncomfortable because you crossed that line and invaded their personal lives. Tip four, straight for the pitch. Your query has three seconds to get the agent or intern or whoever's reading it excited about your novel before they decide your story is not unique enough to bother with. Get them hooked in that first line. You can either launch straight into the story part of your pitch, or you can kick off with the traditional, I am currently seeking representation for title, a pick one genre only, in the vein of recent comparison novel and another comparison title. If you can, pick comparisons, otherwise known as comps, that don't quite mesh to draw in interest. My current comps don't have a sharp dis difference, but as an example, I'm pitching my novel as a matriarchal mashup between the Golden Compass and the movie Frozen. The Golden Compass, while not recent, is well known enough without, hopefully, sounding too vain. It's not too popular. Frozen, while not a novel, is mostly recent. Together, they convey a touch of setting themes, and character. Don't spend half or more of your precious 250 words. Your query should not be longer than a page. Do not spend more than half of it on your bio, on your biography. The agents are not evaluating you, they're evaluating your story. I know it's really hard not to take it personally, but you gotta. If you're gonna make it in this career, you gotta not take a rejection personally. The bio typically goes in the closing paragraph, but keep it short and sweet, especially if you don't have any credits. Embellishments are not necessary and a waste of space. There are plenty of people who try to beef it up with anything they can think of that sounds remotely related to their writing or talk about their growing up reading. We all did it. Don't say it, they know. Just state, I'm writing from Northern Virginia, period.
Don't spend your query letter talking about the theme of your story. You want to get to the pitch. You don't want to talk about your motive for writing it or what your story is trying to accomplish. Maybe you're trying to help kids learn to handle bullies. People read books for the characters, the plots, and the world. They're not reading for your message. They're reading to be entertained. Tip five, always make the stakes clear. Stakes are what matter. They matter to the character and they matter to the plot. And sometimes, just sometimes, they matter to your entire world in your story. The reader doesn't care when fate or the author's plotting shoves a complacent character along. The reader needs to have a reason to care. And that reason is the stakes. Often, the main character has conflicting stakes. Stakes aren't goals per se, but they can relate to them. Stakes are what the character risks to reach their goals. In my story, my main character Lillian could stay home at her internship and risk her secret coming out, her secret that is a death sentence for her and a life sentence for her family, or she could leave home and her dream internship heading out alone with winter coming in fast and hope to keep dodging the church's righteous brigades patrols while they hunt for exiles just like her. If she can't find the home of the, the rumored home of the exiles, she'll either be caught or frozen, but at least her family should be safe. In this description, the stakes are death sentence for her, life sentence for her family, freezing to death in winter, getting caught by the soldiers, and simply not being able to find somewhere safe. She's got to figure out a way around all of these to achieve her goals of being safe and keeping her family safe. <sighs> Tip six, play favorites. I know, I know, you're always told not to play favorites, but in your query, you're going to have to pick. If you have multiple main characters, you have to pick one, maybe two characters to focus on. And then you use the last plot to tie the whole, sorry, the last paragraph to tie the whole par plot together. You only have 250 words to get the story across. So you have to pick the characters with either the most screen time or whose stories tie in best with the overarching plot. I know, I know. All of your main characters are important and have critical roles to play. But remember how it took you over probably 80,000 words to get your story out? You don't have that kind of space. You have to cut to the core of your story and maybe even further. You've just got to take a scap scalpel to it to write your query. Tip seven, I write fantasy. So trust me, I know this one is hard, but for each query you send out, you can only sell one novel at a time. Of course, Morgan, I knew that, you're probably thinking. Have you mentioned in your query that your book is one of a trilogy or a planned series? If so, you're selling more than one book. Especially if you're unpublished or have low published numbers, 
agents are typically not going to be eager to commit to a series. They want to see if you can get a following. They want to see how book one sells. And even if they do love it, even if they do love all your sequels, they still typically have to answer to marketing, especially in traditional publishing. Of course you can mention it has serious potential, and that can be a good thing, especially in fantasy. They like knowing that you have more books in you, but you don't want to sell more than one at a time. And another thing, when you're selling that one book, it's got to stand alone. Carefully calibrate your character arcs, your pacing, and your plot. It doesn't matter if it's book one or book five in a never-ending series. A well-crafted novel should stand on its own. Tip eight. Yes, you can mention diversity in your query. These days, Lots of agents are asking for diversity. They're using hashtag own voices, etc., and they want something different. These days, a lot of us writers out there are trying to make sure that our worlds aren't the strictly, mostly upper class, whitewash, same old, same old. But how do you mention it in your query without sounding awkward? without overemphasizing, this is all about diversity. We already discussed, you don't want to talk about what you're trying to show. You just want to tell about the story. So you've got to talk about your diversity and your diversity should be a part of your story, a part of your world. It should inform the characters, but your novel should not be preaching the theme. To show off your diversity in the query letter, Mention it, then move on to the stakes and the plot. Say something like, My novel features a black, lesbian, divorced, disabled character, Matilda, who wants this and does that. Or, Title features Matilda, a black, disabled, blind, woman, man, dragon, alien, who wants this and does that. You gotta get to the stakes and the plot. You can talk about how they're dis difference affects them, but you can't make that the point of the query. Tip nine, never pay. I mean, don't prevent your agent from getting paid, but their money should come from the publisher, not your pockets. Especially for traditional publishing, one should never, never pay for an agent. Money should always flow towards the author even if everybody else is getting their cut first. With smaller agencies or for indie publishing, you may need to pay for an editor. If you're self-publishing, you definitely need to pay for an editor, but that's a separate thing. That's not paying an agent. Tip 10, some sites to check out. QueryTracker.net. Some agencies you can only query once, some you should only query one agent at a time. Sometimes you've been querying for years and agents have switched agencies. If you keep track of it in the query tracker, you're not going to accidentally send your story to the same person more than once. You're not going to break their rules and you're going to get some nice metrics. So all good things. Um, another site to check out is the Query Shark, QueryShark, QueryShark.blogspot.com. 
The query shark is snarky, blunt, clever, and has an archive of revised queries that make great examples. She takes regular standard queries and turns them into something that has a much better shot at having an agent say, yes, that's the story for me. Read through her archives twice, at least. Um, so on publishingcrawl.com, there's a how to write a one-page synopsis. It's a very useful tip and also a lot of uh, submissions ask for a synopsis to accompany them. And you can also use the synopsis writing exercise as a stepping stone to get down to your 250 word query. Getting your plot summarized to one page is a good step on the way to getting it down to three paragraphs. Um, so there are other techniques to writing a winning synopsis. My favorite is to just write everything and then cut and then cut and then cut. Um, but yeah. So these are 10 tips that should help you get your query into a good state so that agents will like it. These tips come predominantly from the refining your pitch query synopsis and agents, a far too short workshop that was run by Cam Spara at Balticon 51, also gleaned from all of my research and practice and other panels that I've attended. I hope they help. Good luck in your adventure to get published.